All right, now it's recording. Yeah, great. So, we'll so say right that again. It. Say that again, and I'll get right into it because it. Yeah. Well, 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 talking about okay, say what again? What was it? What were we saying about you? you we both have painting, yeah, painting commissions. Yeah, we got painting commissions. Money. Yes, yeah, yeah. money is yeah, cool. Yeah. We're rolling in it. Rolling in it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. <laughs> and what? So, what's your one? What's your commission? Uh, it's um, it's a scene outside of um. Uh, my collector's favorite restaurant and it's in france oh right yeah, yeah. Right, right. so that should be pretty cool it's supposed to be very uh you know neo kitsch thing going on right 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 but, yeah you know. and i was telling you i gotta do i have to do a pulp cover someone liked the cover i did for my book so i have to do one for his book yes we were discussing how there's a deadline on it of sorts it's not too serious but it, there is a deadline right. and i'm Failing so far to do what I need to do to meet the deadline. Although I'm not, right. I'm not really. If he's listening to this, I'm not really. That's sort of getting done. Don't worry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's oil paint, so it takes like you do a layer and it has to dry for like three or yeah. four days before you do another layer. Like, yeah, no, takes yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, so you I mean you paint it and then you know when it's done drying is when your deadline will be over. Mm. Yeah, and then even I like to scan them to get the proper detail, not just like you know take a photo. So that's like at least a week before you could even get it on the on the scanner oh, without hell. it being tacky, right? Just that that. Before, before you could even do that. Well, yeah, that's that's what I do, anyways. But uh, what were you laughing? Oh, yeah, I was laughing. So it's it's sweet. It's a sweet pulp style. Like it's going to be like authentic looking, yeah, 60s, 70s psychedelic. And as as we said, Frank Franzetia, as you <laughs> yeah, Frank, your, your speech impediment. Your speech impediment when it comes to Frank for that. Yeah. Frank Franzetti. Yeah, it's a it's a bag of bag of wine style. Yeah. It's your problem you, with the you name. Drink the, you but drink yeah. the whole bag of wine and hate yourself. It's great. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's our commission. We're a big time artist. We're rolling it, as you said. Rolling it. We don't waste time. We fucking we don't waste time. I am wealthy because of art. And you should. So if, you, if you think I don't know, uh, if you think we don't have the credentials to complain about Roscoe, <laughs> doing, we are we're doing Neo Kitchen to Frank Franzettia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on, I had a few um, handy notes here. Let me get them up. All right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Mark Ros Marcus Roskowitz. Yeah, Roskowitz. Ros Roskowitz. Yeah. Who changed his name to Mark Rothko. Yes. Which is uh, once again, I would interject that if it was me and I'm just you're going to make up a new name, I would obviously make it like Argus Wolfhammer or something. You know, like he just goes, <laughs> takes a few, changes a few letters. Mark Rothko, like yes. Now, you know. now he sells, uh, you know, he sells appliances, Rothko yeah. and accessories. Well, he's been dead a while. Yeah, I mean, he killed himself quite dramatically. He took barbiturates and uh, slit his wrists. He did. Yeah, it was a little brutal. Yeah. Mm. He was dying. His heart was failing, I think, from drinking. He was like mm -hmm. the Pollock. He was a big drinker and smoker and all that shit. Yeah. Probably his, fraud his fraudulent to. nature. He, he was haunted by his own fraudulence. So he had to yeah. destroy himself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He, he self-negated. But um, so let's get into it. Uh, so, I mean, uh, people would have... Uh, maybe he's like a forgotten... He's a guy that we know from like art, art history that most people don't even know who he is at all anymore. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. um, um, I still remember actually one of the first one of the first of these things I ever did. I was interviewed by that Milo guy, that that guy, <laughs> Milo. Oh, that, yeah. But I remember I spent oh, the whole boy. hour talking with him and convincing him about the problem with modernism, postmodernism. Yeah. And abstraction. He's agreeing, and he's totally agreeing. 
And at the end, he finishes the whole thing with, oh, but I love Roscoe. I, ju- I, I just feel it so, uh, it really affects me whenever I see it. And he, he that's the way he ended up. I was like, oh, Jesus, buddy. I bet you do, bud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. He is the type to love it, all right? Yeah, I um, actually, uh, I met him before um, when I had uh, some, well, I don't want to, you know, it was it was a time ago and there's some people he knew, there's some people I knew. and uh, yeah, He's quite, uh, he's quite personable. If you just talking one-on-one, he's quite, he is. Uh, he's quite funny and enjoyable. So, you know, he is, but, I mean, he's, you know, he's probably a, a federal asset, but yeah, he's, he's pretty, you know, he's funny. <laughs> well, whatever he is, even if he's not, he's just, his opinions are shit. I mean, overall, like, <laughs> and his behavior is terrible. Real, but, um, real bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I mean, uh, you know, I shouldn't shit on somebody who had me on their show and all that. I guess, no, whatever. Well, you know, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I said he. I said he was somewhat charming. That's good enough. That'll be. Yeah, my, no, he's great. But, yeah, he's great. <laughs> but anyways, Marcus Yakov Yak Yak Yakovli Yakovlevich Yakov. Yeah, yeah, Yakov. Like Yakov Yeah. So he was a. Was it Lithuanian? Was it? Yeah, Lithuanian. He was of uh, Lithuanian Jewish descent, and he uh, uh, emigrated to America. Portland. And what's that? He, he oh, Portland, yeah. To Portland, Oregon. That's right, which, Portland, yes. Yes. So which, it makes uh, a lot of we've... sense why he decided to take this nihilistic, um, you know, deconstructualist approach that led eventually to a suicide, because that place fucking sucks. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful, there, but... it's a, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, you got the Pacific Northwest and all that. And yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to negate that. Sure. That's beautiful. And, and, but you know, Portland, Oregon, it's a place that, you know, when you go and see, you'll go and see like great bands in Portland, like, uh, you know, the, some of the sickest bands in the country come to Portland, Oregon, and you'll be, you know, having a good time and, and turn around and everybody is standing like this. Or on their okay. phone or whatnot is just like what a so it's a it's a somber dead. place is that what you're saying it's, or, it's a what? somber place yeah somber is one way of putting it yeah so you uh you lived there did you or I did not live you... there I I did a couple shows there I you know oh. yeah I did a I did a gallery show there I did a mural there and you know I've done done quite a few things there. Yeah, we uh, it's it's from my original neck of the woods. Pacific Northwest is where near I grew up north of that. But yeah, uh, we used to go to Seattle sometimes. We never went to Portland. I don't know why. I imagine yeah. it's very sort of similar. Um, yes, I heard it sucks a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seattle's kind of all right. I mean, I don't know. I guess it was just who the people I was with in Seattle were more like bro, like bro tier kind of people, and so they didn't <laughs> right. they didn't really get into you know, um, the politics of, of the area, which is like, you know, self-hate, uh, extreme self-hate. And so, yeah, Brothco, mm. right. Um, yeah, but maybe, maybe, maybe they went that way from his presence, having wafted through there just everywhere he's probably anywhere he's been, even for a day has got the taint of his evil. Just, <laughs> there's nothing but, they can expect nothing but, uh, decrepitude and descent into anarchy from there. Yeah, anarchy. He was a bit of an anarchist, I believe. Uh, it's what he called himself. He probably more of a just generally lefty communist kind of a guy. Yeah. I mean, surprise, surprise. Right. <laughs> it says it says in his bio his his uh, father was a hardcore communist. Sure. Um, Russia. Yeah. Well, yeah. And but like you know, and he he was definitely involved politically, much like Picasso and you oh, know yeah. most most of the others. 
In fact, he, he was part of he was part of some group. I should list their names. Yeah, go for well, it. Well, I'm not sure. Let's we I, I, we haven't really given a summary for anybody who doesn't know what he does. Anyway, so he's famous basically for <laughs> painting stripes. Yeah. Pretty much all of his paintings are two stripes or three stripes. Color swatches. I believe I believe, I believe they're even all uh, horizontal. Did he actually go so avant garde as to do uh, vertical stripes? I don't know. Yes, he did. Actually, oh, he did. He did, he did uh, vertical stripes for the Seagram's murals. Ah, the, right. the very illustrious Seagram's murals. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. And yeah, and so his paintings, he's, he does literally stripes. So like a stripe of color, another stripe of color. Yes. And these things sell for like 22 million. Yeah. Between seven, like between like seven and 22 million, I think. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, uh, we can discuss. Art is a business, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he was a, he was a businessman. You know, he was he was he, you know what he was good at? You know what he was good at? And same with Picasso was the... Uh, was the posing with the serious face for the uh, bio photos. If you ever see a photograph <laughs> yeah. of him, he, ma oh, yeah. he mastered it. He really did. His face would like, I, I am a serious artist. Like yes. I can't even uh, like take me seriously. <laughs> like he, he's, he's got it down to a fine T like daring yeah. you at, and with his, uh, you know, out there intellectualism or whatever, like haughty. Sure. And uh, you can sense, you can see that in the photo. He mastered that. That's the whole, that's the, like 90% of the trick right there is uh, in a, and to be a, 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 his type of artist, uh, what do you call himself? Surrealist, sort of. He where he began in surrealism and he abstract expressionism. He was, yeah. And then and then he decided that oh that that doesn't fit me either. I, I'm I'm actually too unique to be fit into the mold of of being of a time period. I mean, right. it's some of the most pompous things I've ever read of any artist oh, in my entire oh life. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially, especially I've, I remember reading about he. So he had his mid. He went. He went in his high period. He went. Um, he called it mythomorphic, which was he was he became wow. all about myth, myth uh, mythology. Yeah, and um, you've seen so, those paintings, right? Yeah, it's so it's still it's still just stripes, it's just like two stripes or one, you know, three stripes. <laughs> Yet they're, they've got names like Oedipus and uh, yeah. Know, well, I don't remember them all. Whatever, like you know, things like a Sisyphus or whatever. And this is his mythical period. <laughs> it's just the, what he names them. Like nothing. There's no <laughs> genius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so clever, so tricky. Well, it's the essence, you know. When when you're you know learning how to be a, a modernist tripe artist uh, in your youth, you know they they tell you that the essence is more so is important than than actually accomplishing a uh, you know a embodiments of of a character or something of this effect so you know the essence is important with uh with rothko which basically so the means, essence is in what you call it yeah 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 well, the essence is like whatever you want to like project onto the canvas and that's somehow more you know more invoking than you know uh, botticelli well, that's it's a good good a good chance to discuss the how the whole trick with uh, this type of art is in the language used uh, in discussing it or naming it, etc. Because there's a few little clips I got of um, mostly what he would him talking about his himself and his art, and it just shows the kind of vacuous circles they go in using it. They use a few fancy terms, oh, poetic, and then they end up where they started, and it just says in between it says nothing. <laughs> so you have to be such a it's just such a bubblehead to fall for it because it's just like it's such an easy trick to make something that sounds flowery and interesting but says nothing. Like, it's easy did you did you watch the the uh, meditations? Is that what you're talking about? No, what's that? You didn't watch? Okay, <laughs> what, I listened to this thing called this meditations. I'm sure it was on NPR at some point, right? Talking okay. about Rothko's work, and it's like 
there's people in the gallery that they hold a mic up to when they're standing next to Rothko's and and I mean you can just <laughs> you can Boy, have, just imagine just the the bloviation the self bloviation of oh, their okay. own, like uh, own intellectual or in yeah intellectual um resource or or so they think they have you know mm, mm. it's it's amazing I, I if you want to be like blistering fucking mad and and just you know oh, I love that now. disengaged yeah. listen to that boy i'll okay. tell you what you're gonna love it <laughs> well let, 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 let me let me recite some of the things he, he said about himself oh yes please he, he said he, he said he was displaying authentic coloristic <laughs> values oh, that, that's like a simple enough thing to say but even there you know you've he's really said nothing he's he's used a few nice sounding words but he said nothing. It sounds it sounds like an authentic artistic uh, thing to say, but you know he said nothing. Um, Very nice. Here's a, here's one about his mythomorphic thing. I, it's, it's a bit long, but I'll read it Ed, just to get a. Um, it's like one paragraph. I insist upon the equal mm -hmm. existence of the world engendered mind and the world engendered by the god outside of it. Okay, so this sounds like epic. My God, if I have faltered in the use of familiar objects, it is because I refuse to mutilate their appearance for the sake of an action which they are too old to serve or for which perhaps they have never been intended. So <laughs> what the fuck? He's saying nothing. Uh. He says nothing. It says nothing. <laughs> I quarrel with surrealist and abstract art only as one quarrels with his father and mother, recognizing the inevitable inevitability and function of my roots, but insistent upon my descent. So he's rebelling against something or other. Uh, he's yeah, talking about always. Rebelling. It's, it's um, always about rebellion. recognize uh, dissent. I being both they and an integral, uh, completely independent of them. So he's basically said nothing. He sort of signaled that he's a rebel. I'm a reactionary. And that he's uh, doing something religious, maybe. Yeah. But you know, really, it says nothing. Yeah. So that's amazing to me. Oh, here's another one. Here, let's look at another one. I really, I realize that historically, the function of painting large. Oh, this is about the fact that he would paint giant canvases. His stripe is. Three stripes would be like on huge. I, I don't, I've oh, never actually seen yeah. one. I remember Milo was carrying on about this. You I've seen see a ton of them. So I've big. seen a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what people say. It's because it's so large. It's, uh, yeah. it's so I'll very, tell you very, about okay. it, but go ahead. What you're saying there. Okay. Right, so this is about the size thing. I realize that historically the function of painting large pictures is painting something very grandiose and pompous. The reason I paint them, however, is precisely because I want to be very intimate and human. Ah, okay, yeah. that's all that. Okay, he's intimate and human. Okay, fine. Like, I, like the pompous, kinda, I like the pompous like, comment because he said that he's basically saying that you know, these these giant masterworks by Botticelli and Michelangelo, these are these are pompous, yeah, David pompous and stuff, pieces. the big ones, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's both insulted, he's, pump, both insulted. Yeah. He's, he's both he said something that's kind of nothing ish, but he's included a, fa a, a faint insult to, to the old masters. He's blown a bit of smoke up his own ass. Oh yeah. Um, and while saying basically nothing, saying he's intimate and human, like everybody's everybody's that. Like you know, it, like, this is not the way a man talks. I'm, a man, gonna, I'm gonna press. A man X relates information. Right What's that? <laughs> I, said, say? Uh, I said I'm gonna press X the doubt on the humanity aspect, but you know. Oh, do, he's just a weirdo. Yeah. No, well, considering great. his background, he probably had a certain thing. Well, I, I want to go into that. To paint a small picture is to place yourself outside your experience. To look upon an experience as a stereo, uh, stereo option, opticon, stereo opticon view, or with a reducing glass. However, you paint the larger picture, you are in it. It isn't something you command. Yes. Okay. Fine. Yes. Fine. Uh, whatever. You know, nothing. Well, you know, you're supposed to view Rothko from like 
eight, he said 18 inches away, but I, I think you're supposed to do it like 12 or, you know, something you're supposed to view it from really close up because it's a massive, you know, blank or just, uh, you know, it's a painting with like two splotches of color on it. And so you're supposed so what's to the, what's right the one you thought? It. What's what, what you went to the studio? Why, why did you go there just to where were you? Were you at I the time? In, I was a modern art museum and I was trying to study how to like make money. Oh. And so, <laughs> you're not the right so, type of person to. <laughs> yeah, but go on. I mean, that's yeah. what you do. You go and you study the the motherfuckers that are selling for like twenty million dollars, and you're like, ah, oh, ah, yes, I, I, I see the genius in this. I want yeah. to make money too, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, is all about money. Yeah. So I went to what is it? Is it, it's not the modern Mocha? Is it the Mocha? Yeah, I think it is Mocha downtown uh, Los Angeles, and they have some massive Rothko's in there. Um, and so, yeah, I did the bit. I stood that far away and I, you know, I did, I, <laughs> I experienced it how you're supposed to. Um, yeah. He, the paint is, it's, it's very soft, but it doesn't, it's not like he's trying to great gradiate, you know, as well. And so yeah. that that's that's what the, put a lot of emphasis into talking about. Well, this this craft. I mean, this is so unique how we did it. You would have to wait so long to to paint the next stroke until it just built up. And it's like, wow, that's yeah, I, okay. So so time I do, I do also, that with my little pulp. Well, I do that with my little yeah. pulp painting. I do. Is time also yeah. like a part of the medium? Like, it, is it you know <laughs> oil? Um, you know, um, what's mineral spirit and time is, is that, (laughs) I've seen, I've seen some of his ones and they have a certain kind of depth is that he's sort of chosen, chosen color combos that are kind of, or or not even then tone, tone variation in his stripes, which convey maybe a tiny bit of depth, uh, or something, which is what sort of like the Pollock with his, uh, throwing his splatters in such a way as to possibly, um, to draw the eye across it, sort of thing. Like this, if if we were to give them any credit, this could be the only credit we could sure. possibly give them. But this, that's uh, once again, that is one of the very basic um, grab bag of tools in the retinue of a proper painter. Yeah, um, he's completely ignored everything else, <laughs> and he's not a genius. We're doing that, if, right? If, if you can say that, not and even then, even then, with many of his paintings, I, d- I haven't even seen where he's employed that. So, but I did see a few where I thought, okay, he's done some kind of tonal thing here, where I can see how. With the average idiot, if they've already been cajoled and and um, you know warmed up with some art speak talk, that they can they can find an inexplicable reason to like it to a certain degree, um, like it only superficially in a childish, stupid way. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're when you look at a Rothko and you had a and you got some you know dork with a microphone up to your you know up to you as you're looking at it, you're basically trying to impress the dork. Um, and, and that's, that's the real, uh, that's the real brilliance that you get from like staring at a Rothko is the comments you're going to make to the person beside you to make them think that you're enlightened enough. Right. So that, that's already, it's already in the museum and you already know it's worth 20 million. So if, even if you're utterly befuddled as to why that could be, you've got to, you're, uh, if you don't know much about art or if you don't know, if you haven't reached our conclusions about art. Which I believe are the true ones, but you would certainly feel obliged. So you put on the fight over that. <laughs> I will. What? I will put 
I will put fists up to defend that. All right. What, then, which, yeah. What we say is the real shit. Come on, bring it. I don't believe, I think we're obviously talking. <laughs> I still have to fight for it all the time. Even the little, <laughs> I had I had another one the other day about Picasso. Someone started bitching at me. Oh, it was one. It was one of the really poor, you know, quickie compass, Picassos that literally Fuck. probably took him like an hour. I was like, I could do that in an hour. And then Fuck some guy, yeah. well, some guy, some guy who doesn't know anything about painting or anything, but just wants to defend, you know, the modernism or whatever, just jumps in there. Oh, I'd like to see you do it. Or he's like, he demanded that I do it right away and like post it. And I was like, well, you know, you <laughs> little rat. I'm not doing something because you've demanded of me. First of all, I'm just going to call uh, a dork ass <laughs> loser and say, you got a problem with it. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Oh, I, I fucking, I'm fucking done trying to or like logically infer that these people can even grasp the concept of you know using your in intuitive thoughts and beliefs about art and beauty instead yeah. of just trying to have a reaction that that is just to uh create disgust and to reinvent as they say which really means just destroy and then you know um shit on the ashes well to to literally not believe what could what could obviously be done in a very 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 short uh, piece of time uh, that it could be done so uh, really blind he this guy probably has never even picked up a tried to draw or paint anything and is some people have this have no visual acumen whatsoever and just can't really <laughs> you know I'm not not to let him off or say oh the poor innocent fucking fool it's more like uh, you know he's still he's still an ass <laughs> but sure. demanding bullshit but um. I mean, I, I, if I ever had the time, I could just do. I should. I, we should. Both of us could do that. We can make a video and demonstrate how quickly you can do a Picasso, just like, yeah. you know, like and certain certain ones. Anyways, like you could literally do it in like ten minutes. Yeah, there's, you don't need layers a, of paint or anything. It's nothing. There's a technique. I can't remember. God, I'm gonna have to. It's a term that is used. It's been used throughout. Um, you know, the, the classical period that that a lot of the more um, well acquainted modernist artists use it's like fracture lines i think that's what it is they 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 uh take a painting and they look they see where the movement is and then they draw that out and then they base like a abstract piece upon that and because of of the way that it follows uh, foreground middle ground background and uh you know uh, moves the eye around the painting it makes it visually pleasing even if it's fucking garbage yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a tip for you. If you want to be a modernist artist, what I just told you right there, that'll, they'll sell you paintings in New York and Los Angeles and, and all the, well, other. even that, even, even what you actually do is mostly irrelevant as long as it's shit. And like, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe has, it maybe has some kind of gimmick where you can sense you've thought about it for like more than a day, maybe, but yeah. overall it's all about who you are, your connections and your politics. Yeah. Rothko you, had you, all those things. Yeah. yeah, let's 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 talk for a minute about his. Uh, as I said, he was something of an anarchist and all that. He was very political. Again, um, of course. I hope I pay, I hope I didn't remember to copy it. There was a. Oh, this is it. In late 1935, Roscoe joined Ilya Bulatowski, Ben Zion, Adolf Gottlieb, Lou Harris, Ralph Rosenberg, Louis Schenker, and Joseph Solman to form the Ten. The Ten. You know yeah, so it's like a quasi. Artistic, political, you know, we're going to shake up the world group thing. Mm. Uh, according to the gallery show catalog, the mission of the group was to protest against the reputed equivalence of American painting and literal painting. So 
that's a that's a good example right there of saying nothing but it being sort of rebellious and shitty <laughs> and insinuating to protest to protest against the reputed equivalence of American painting and literal painting. Like what is it does he mean the equivalence between American painting and literal painting, or does he mean between literal painting and their abstract painting? What even this term literal painting, like it's it sounds insulting and like cheapening yeah. and, and limiting when he's just referring to all of art before his abstract expressions. It reminds me of Greenberg's critique about Norman Rockwell saying that, uh, or, or what he said about Jackson Pollock, and Jackson Pollock is, is the, the true American, the, the best painter in America or something of this effect. And then he, and then he shits all over Norman Rockwell and calls him like below, not even art, something of that, something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that, where, where it's it's this is this is the way that you paint is by you know uh, transgressing against any any uh, form of of symbolic or symbolic work or figurative work. Yeah, that, literal, that literal yeah. painting. <laughs> yeah, literal paint. Yeah, as in like putting paint to canvas. And that's it. That's 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 all she wrote, folks. Um, yeah. So let so me you're... let me present you with my three stripes and yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> my two stripes, twenty million. Yes. But, um, hey, you know, and you study it. You, you go there. You go to the gallery, and you're like, "Hey, uh, twenty million dollars sounds cool. I like Rothko." <laughs> and you know, your rich your rich simian collectors that are that are there. Um, they're they're all thinking, "I like Rothko too," because the guy that owns a studio I'm trying to like connect with. Well, he also likes Rothko. So, you know, yeah. there you go. That's how it works. Social yeah, club. yeah. 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 They certainly um, totally overtook that whole scene a long time ago. So everyone knows that to some degree, I think. Yeah. yeah a lot of people sure. carry on about the CIA thing involving yeah, yeah, art. Yeah. Right. And that I believe there's, I haven't looked into it that much. I believe it's, there's truth to it, but it seems to be, it started I, I tracked it to starting with really Greenberg on his own, just and in, in, by inventing this language that you can see being used here, mm -hmm. the dishonest language. It was really the crux of the whole thing, right there. I in mean, terms of telling it to the bourgeois. Who says that the stuff that Greenberg's saying wasn't like concocted in a smoke-filled room, like with you know, with the CIA involved? Oh, is that the, is that what they say? I don't. I, I didn't look. Hear that. I mean, would it shock you? Well, that way he started before he started in like really early, like even before the twenties, I think, wasn't he? Sure. Well, so, there you go. You've maybe, got but the, like yeah, early got, for all that. Kind of you got maybe somebody laying know. the foundation work to basically do what was done. Uh, you know. Well, I see plenty of evidence for people of a certain uh, inclination just working towards this, uh, even even those from other countries. Let's say. So CIA involvement, I believe, is real, but not the full shilling. I wouldn't say it's the, sure. the real answer overall, let's say. Yeah. But it's part of it. Definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rothko, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there was, there was help along the way getting this work to be internationally recognized. And, well, and in uh, 1955, Fortune magazine named him named a Rothko painting a good investment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, is, this apparently is when he, he really took off. Right, yes. Fortune magazine. So whoever was running that or in charge of that. Right. They cut a and little then, deal there, and, and there you go, a good investment. And, 
and then our friend uh, Peggy Guggenheim uh, came came a knocking soon after, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, the rest is just history. You know what I find really funny is that there's this authenticity about Rothko, right? That that you're supposed to believe that he was a struggling artist, and you know, he had all these these difficult uh, you know situations in his life and whatnot. And then you you come to find, oh no, he was really wealthy actually. Yeah, like very wealthy, like traveling yeah. the world, world recognized. Uh, had you know had his own artistic, uh, or um, his own. Um, where is it when the the not solo show, but you know his own retrospect in his lifetime as an artist, right? Right. So yeah, you you kind of lose that rebel hero aspect when when uh, this this uh, comes into play yeah he had it he had it cozy but he drank and smoked himself to death anyways um that's for I mean, sure but sure <laughs> yeah i mean well he uh you know he sort of lived a bit rough or he was like a rough character yeah he, he had all these trouble with uh his wife he was married a couple times i think at least yeah. twice and it was like the second time he, the second time he got divorced was due to impotence because he was drinking and smoking so much yes he, he <laughs> that's right he developed a heart heart problem and uh, became but he was such a worthy uh you know kind of evil looking character to begin with like oh yeah you know he looks like a how would you describe him like just kind of like uh i don't know i should i i can say he just swarthy is the best way to describe him yeah, he, he, uh, but I mean, I've never seen any examples of him proving that he had any talent whatsoever. Like once again, you could say that of uh, Picasso. Say he has his uh, older yeah, paintings, sure. right? right? But there's certain ones that I never see any evidence of any talent whatsoever. Like Duchamp really didn't either, except for one or two kind of paintings he did that were sort of quasi cubist that were almost a bit clever. I mean, his- or showed a yeah. sight grasp or something. But, but, but he used to always uh, Duchamp used Duchamp, to say, I, I could, "Yeah, Duchamp can paint for sure." Could he? Yeah. Are you sure? I didn't see oh, one yeah. other than that. Other than one of those, I saw a couple that were kind of okay. But he used to say, "I could paint like an impressionist since I was a teenager." Like talking about himself, I mean, and I never saw okay. any, any uh, amazing such thing out of him anywhere. Well, I mean, but, um, new descending staircase is pretty pretty talented. Well, bird. that's the one I'm thinking of. That isn't. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's as far as that goes within the realm of the gimmick and everything. It's it is well executed. Yeah. Yeah, sure. but that's the only one I can think of, or one or yeah. maybe there's another one or two. I'll give you that. that. There's not many. <laughs> no, and talk, raving about how he can paint like an impressionist when he was young. Okay, so it's like, wait, where are these paintings? Like you're just yeah. talking about yourself, like making things up. So Roscoe, I really have never seen anything. Have you that showed no, anything I, other than I, his early like, work looked like uh, you know Chagall ripoffs? Uh, yeah, from, you yeah, know, yeah, you know. yeah. So, um, you know, nothing, <laughs> not even like the basics of a. Uh, Art, uh... What I find interesting about Rothko is that he said his inspirations were, you know, Sigmund Freud and then a little bit mm-hmm. of Carl Jung, which, of course, you know, that's when he was getting into his mythology uh, shit. But uh, he also he eventually he got really hung up on Nietzsche. And I see that because, uh, you know, with the death of God you you have the proof and it's like rothko's work i mean that <laughs> like this there, there is no god to be seen here it is it is it, it, we are meandering in a godless uh world and we have rothko's uh, on the wall 
um, to be inspired to to destroy and and you know uh, sit and 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 art and disgust. Yeah, well, that kind of absurd, fraudulent slap in the face goes even beyond. Like, I'm not one for defending atheists generally. In fact, fuck them. Like, I normally totally <laughs> drive. Attack. Yeah, but even they atheist, don't deserve a uh, world. Even even their world doesn't really explain fully that kind of utterly fraudulent, childish stupidity. Is painting three stripes on a giant canvas and selling it for twenty million and yeah, that's kind of carry on. Like it's um depression and, 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 and stupid, worse than that. Worse than that is listening to a stupid talk describing himself. Blowing smoke up his ass and <laughs> with these haughty, you know, um, inflections that just <laughs> saying nothing at all. So yeah, the whole thing is like insulting and stupid. You know, and it's just like, uh, you know, I'm. It's like his, you know, I'm. It's him getting away with it is like a kick. It's like a per kicking you in the teeth, like all day long. It, so even your atheist, atheists don't have no reason. Atheists would be more inclined just to do nothing and not paint anything. Let's say probably, but that would be more their their true gig. Or, uh -oh. First of all, Nietzsche, Nietzsche was a big fan of art in general, like. Um, you're gonna I, get the an, I don't think he was strictly an atheist either. To be He's going to get the fedora crowd in here now, but why? What are we? Am I straying into <laughs> bizarre, stupid territory? I don't know. But I just think that it's he's he's not even beyond like no, you, say, you could say he's nihilistically in that territory and so forth. But like it's beyond even that. It's like you know, it's like an insulting, childishly stupid, just uh, I don't know, tears everything apart, um, oppression. <laughs> well, he was definitely a, a critical theorist too, and and I noticed a lot of similarities when I read <clears throat> "Rules for Radicals" by Saul Linsky. That the self-flatulation, the, the always being like, "Well, I was here, and and I said this, and 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 that's why I was able to move this." And, and okay, well, these let's, are the let's stop you right there. Self self-flatulation. <laughs> Yeah, like that's smelling flatulation, his own flatulation is when you fart. Yeah, first of all. smelling that's his just, own that, That's not going yeah, to do a I said, I said what I no, wanted no, to but then, say. You, know, you meant to say flagell. No, flagellation is when you like whip yourself. <laughs> so you mean the opposite. You mean the opposite of this. You mean like self-aggrandizement or something? Yeah, right? aggrandizement. Self-flagellation is just like farting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I said okay, what I said. I know what I said. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Brendan, I'm a wordsmith. All right. Let me, let me just tinker. Well, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I mean, that's great. That's, that's all gold, really. But yeah. Okay, go on. All right, I can got none. Oh, right. Yeah. No, you know what it reminds me? Even um, even people I know, like even say uh, certain family members that are, I don't want to get political. We've already been extremely political, but um, you know, uh, that would agree with agree with Rothko politically. Let's say they. I notice in them too. That's that's the way they talk. And if you're arguing with them. It's like everything they say is either blowing smoke up their ass, yeah, you know, uh, arrogantly. You know, it, they can't even. It's almost like they can't say anything without both insulting you and insulting something else, while at the same time, sort of insinuating that they're they're some kind of genius. Like it's it's weird. It's it's all that kind of our Greenbergian art speak thing. Like I'll tell you like what, they, but I I think it comes from NPR because I was um, what I was listening to this meditations this this they were doing the NPR voice the. Um, Coming up next on him, you know, this, she's doing this, right? And then when she started talking about Rothko, it was very, very dogmatic. And if you disagree, like you're the asshole kind of stuff, right? It, oh, yeah. It's it's this tone that I have recognized with with this 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 world, this this world of uh, you know um, uh, luxury, luxury beliefs and, and bourgeois boutique art, um, you know, obsession or or just. Yeah. 
that kind of stuff, like just yeah. luxury beliefs kind of thing. It's this, yeah. uh, I'm doing this. And if you don't, you don't like it, uh, you know, you're, you're a red, le- redneck loser with no teeth and, and, you know, you probably smoke meth or, or some shit like that. Right. And, and so yeah. I, that's the kind of thing that I, I notice when I, when I hear these people talk is, is this, yeah, it's this, this self aggrandizement. Yeah. There's no um, humility. <laughs> there's no humility. There's, no, there's, there's, no. Yeah. So like, say if you and I were talking about ourselves or our work, even we wouldn't just be like, oh, it's, you know, you wouldn't just say, oh, it's great. You, you may, you may even feel arrogant about it or, right. you know, but you wouldn't just uh, sort of talk. And like every sentence is like uh, trying to convince people through your um, direction and inclination that you are amazing. It's more like, you know, you have to have, a, if you don't have humility, then you're lacking a decent framework for any kind of middle ground of opinion at all. And you're just right off the bat, you're kind of being like a used car salesman and trying to influence. Yes. And there's, there's the falseness is falseness is in the air immediately. And, and but, I noticed uh, it, it's a, it's a class distinction. It's a, it's a class warfare and it, and it, it has, it, as the middle class dies, basically there will, there, the, idea of a poverty mindset and and you know bourgeois um luxury mindset are going i mean that that there is going to be like no middle ground for these people and so that that's basically what it is so the, these are the kind of ideas that are for the ascended and if you're not one of those then you, you know you you basically are are a ground surf um, to do my bidding kind of thing and, mm. and and you know the work of rothko is one of those class distinctions you put but it's almost uh, like the language itself becomes infectious for them the yeah. use the way of speaking that they've invented spreads among certain people as a way to talk and a way for to present yourself well think you know? imagine putting a construction worker um in front of a rothko uh, and and yeah. putting you know your your sniveling dork with his microphone in front of that construction worker and what that person would say looking at the Rothko, you know, yeah. Yeah. just like well, these days I don't know. It's pretty. I know I know a construction worker who has done up his house and this kind of thing. This is the guy that wouldn't even. He was in it. He was in um, Amsterdam. He wouldn't even go into the Rijksmuseum to see the Rembrandts because he found it. He found the very idea that Rembrandt was any better than anybody else any street artist was upsetting and like, you know, totalitarian somehow or something. So he wouldn't cool. even go see them. He wouldn't wow. even see them because I knew inside that if he saw them, he would be affected and he knew his world would crumble. <laughs> his world of, uh, but yeah, and he's a, he's a, well, he's not your typical construction worker. He's not really, he's like a, uh, yeah, he's not, he's not the typical type. Actually, if I think about it, he's very, actually, when I think about it, <laughs> he lives on like a large estate he inherited <laughs> so um never mind that's not a good example yeah he does happen to work a crane in a construction <laughs> site because sure. despite despite the land he inherited he's that's his job and maybe oh, that's all that's, I mean, all that's a very that. lucrative job you know uh, crane that, oh, okay yeah. uh, anyways yeah. no he's, he's not a good example because he is actually sort of like yeah, yeah right so maybe that's not a good i mean i've met look i've met those people too i i know you know the union types that are just like I mean, you, your your politics died forty years ago, but you're still hanging on. Very neat. <laughs> you know, like, I don't I don't know like 
what what the fuck you even think you believe at this point but it's fine you know you do you and and uh yeah i will laugh in the corner um well we can't uh you know there's a variance of opinion and what can you do um things have had influence and things have they had a successful coup in regards art and rothko has been a i mean but do people even know these days much about him or who he is you said I there was a so, yeah. you said there was a scandal, but let's uh, we we should finish soon because <laughs> yeah. we've covered him. What was the thing you were saying? Some kind of yellow or something or other. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Tell the, me about that. I don't know. The inventor of the prestigious art movement, yellowism, decided okay. that he was going to uh, make his his uh, his movement known by declaring a Mark Rothko piece, uh, one of his, as a potential piece of yellowism, which. <laughs> I'm going to have to say, I mean, I don't, I don't like uh, advocate destruction and vandalism and stuff like this, but I'm not crying. <laughs> you know? So what did he do? What did he do? He's he, uh, he took a, a crink marker, uh, which is a very uh, unique uh, paint that uh, is thick and it drips and it seeped right through this this canvas of this $14 million uh, Mark Rothko painting. It was one of the Seagram's pieces, actually. Right. Yeah. All and this. Yeah. And so it's, so, not, it's not, it's not removal. It's there for, it's there for good or. No, they, they, they basically, I'm, you know, I would assume that they spent just ungodly amounts of money fixing that yeah. painting. I mean, they, they said that they, they, they invented some sort of, um, they invented some sort of, uh, you know, cleaning technique. To, or to they just, this. they maybe even cut it out. They may even cut the canvas and like somehow maybe. stitch it together. I mean, it was, yeah, there's no way or, to get the ink out of the canvas. But yeah, they, <laughs> I can't even imagine how much they spent on this, you know, to yeah. preserve this, this, you know, priceless work of wall wallpaper, like stained wallpaper that you call a Mark Rothko painting. Yeah, but he's uh, defeated them at their own nihilist, fraudulent uh, yeah, uh, ideology towards art. Yeah, because he, he is—he's not a brilliant man for doing that. Because there's no parameter of a standard to measure him by. I mean, his I audacity is brilliant. I like that. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he could—I'm sure he could write a nice paragraph about himself. But his, yeah, oh, yellowism's got some shit, boy. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, so I didn't. What I haven't read it in years, but when this happened, I was I was elated because I was like, "Yeah, Rothko's are fucking stupid." And then, um, yeah, I I read a bunch of uh, his uh, his manifesto about yellowism, and and boy, yeah, it's um real smart. <laughs> it's smart. <laughs> I mean, it's like, the, yeah, it doesn't have to actually be yellow to be yellowism, though. That's the okay. one thing that y- you would uh, you would be shocked to understand. So what happened piece, to this guy? Tell me, do you know what happened to this guy? He went to prison for years. I think oh. he might, yeah, he went to prison for like two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's out now, but yeah. Isn't that neat? Uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's no, funny. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> there was some crazy guy, and um, I remember in the Rijksmuseum, since I mentioned it, somebody came in and threw acid on one of the uh, Rembrandts. What? Yeah, it was a few years ago now, probably even... Maybe even close to ten years. I don't know. Why did he like do seven, that? seven years ago or something like? I, I I remember reading about it anyways, and it was shortly after I had been there. Um, some guy went in and threw threw uh, acid on one of them. Oh, was it acid or? It was your buddy, wasn't it? 
It was something like it was something harsh, <laughs> some more harsh chemical. My buddy. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe the, <laughs> the construction guy. Yeah. Yeah, it probably was him, yeah. But um yeah, they managed to they managed to clean up and that, so what's that? I mean that is like hatred. That is like um un, that's like hatred of excellence or something. Like it's, that's the it's, kind of like it's expected at this point. Commie. You know, I mean I I uh somebody showed me some pictures of you know these beautiful uh neoclassical buildings that are in America. I had no idea they're there, and I'm shocked that they're still there. Um, I'm right. shocked that you know they haven't been targeted. They eventually will be targeted. They will be destroyed. Um, that for sure. I I mean, I had no idea. We we have apparently a lot of beautiful things here in America that I've never even heard of. Um, and why is that? You know, that's the next question you have to ask. Well, you uh, you don't. They, it doesn't get promoted. Not nowadays. Yeah, uh, excellence is not on the menu nowadays. <clears throat> oh no, but we know that. We know that, and there's probably no other way. We just have to. Uh, I don't know what we have to do. We just have to uh, survive it and uh, hope. What you that do? Some of it. What? If you're listening to this, is you contact me or Brendan, uh, but more importantly, me and have me paint something for you for money. Haha. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. can do that too. Although I'm, I'm kind of busy, but don't listen to him. Don't listen to do, him. Right? I, if it's really it's good, me. I can do it. It's, it's me. Good, time. good project. Good. Yeah, you time. Yeah, right. And you, you as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm, I'm not kidding. No, 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 no about, about painting though. We both do that. If you want, you know, pay us money to make something that doesn't. Yeah, we're not rookies. Rothko. We're not. We don't. It's not like we don't know what we're talking about. Look, I, mean, I can paint a Rothko if you want me to. Fuck it, man. I mean, you just give me a 40-foot canvas and uh, some... Yeah. I'll do it for you in, in a day. Less than, less than a day. Yeah. Time will I not mean, be a variable. It will not be, uh, you know, uh, of the medium. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th I think that's it. I think we covered Rothko. I mean, maybe there's more to it, but, uh, you know, that's good enough. Yeah, I think we did. I don't... Just another guy that... Wasted everyone's time. Yeah, and uh, sucks. Not good. Yeah. Um, not worth spending your time and, and creative energy standing in front of, looking like a fucking moron, um, 18 inches away from a painting. If I see somebody like that, well, I'm not going to say I would, but if I saw somebody come up and push them into the Rothko painting, I would probably not cry about it. That's what I'll yeah. say. Yeah. He's just a swarthy chaos merchant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a band. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right. Killer.